Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hey friends, welcome back to the Passion Connected Podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode because I get to introduce you to my friend, Kelsey Bryant. She is a clinical exercise physiologist, and honestly guys, she is the whole package. She is amazing. She helps Christian women conquer their body and connect it to the Holy Spirit and just to move in a way that God created them to move and created them to be. And I absolutely adore everything about her. This conversation was so encouraging to me personally, and I cannot wait for you to hear all of her wisdom, everything that she has to say, all of her passions to bring her passion of this holistic and healthy personhood into what it looks like to be a sexual human being as well, to be a Christian, to be a woman. It is amazing. So let's go ahead and give some love to Kelsey Bryant and enjoy this episode. Hey, Kelsey, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. I love connecting with you. I love your mission and your heart. And I would just be so happy to have you share that with everyone here first a little bit before we dive into the deep stuff in the conversation. So can you just tell people who you are, what you do, what you're here for? Yeah, thanks, Amanda. I am Kelsey Bryant. I'm a clinical exercise physiologist. And for those that don't know, um, that is just means that I'm skilled in the field of exercise and all the things surrounding health and fitness. And really, my mission is to help Christian women just conquer their body, really connect to Holy Spirit, and then feel confident in where God is calling them to be and just wanting to pursue that wholeheartedly and from a healthy state, body, soul, and spirit. Mm, I love that so much. That literally speaks to my heart so much because that's exactly when I titled passion connected. It was that it was this idea of connecting all these different pieces of your life, how they all go together. I love the connecting of the mind and the spirit and the body. Ah, that is so, 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 so good. So when, um, I talk about some of those things too, we obviously bring in sex because that's what this podcast is here for. So I would love to hear a little bit, um, just about your perspective, maybe some of your journey or where you've been with things, but how does, you know, your health journey spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, how has that sort of correlated with what you know of sexuality, um, and, and intercourse? Yeah. Um, I love listening to you and I'm so glad that we've connected. I feel like you've just done such a beautiful job of doing that. Like you said, just bridging this gap and making sexuality, especially as Christian women, just like not taboo. So thank you for creating and holding that space. It's so needed. um, And it's just like, it's, it's so good. So um, 
Yeah. The way that I really try to just kind of dive in and view health is that it is individual. And I think that you kind of take the same approach with like sex life. Like there is, yes, there are some things that we can do that might be universal, but we really get the opportunity to make this our own. And I want health to be the same way where um, we kind of just like throw off the change, throw off the restriction and just kind of have the confidence to step into what health looks like for me, what health looks like for your listeners, what health looks like for you and stepping into that and just really um, owning that and feeling confident in that. And sometimes we have to learn certain new things or ways to get there, but that it's, it's really that individual individuality and that connection that I feel like can really help transform your body and giving you the time and um, the space to connect with spirit and, and to do it that way. Mm. So for me, I really um, saw that I was able, I've always been athletic. I've always exercised. I've just loved it. I think it just kind of matches my personality. I'm very outgoing. I'm very high energy. It's just a way for me to like, you know, giving me something to do that I enjoy. But it was like killing myself at the gym or just taking all that time and really having it be all about the body and making sure I looked a certain way because that's where I thought I would find happiness, right? Mm. And then we know better, right? As Christians, we know better. But I was still really early in my walk. um, And it wasn't really until I opened up and really thought about mental health as well that helped move me into spiritual health too. and really. I feel like finding the true health in a blend of all three, really an alignment of all three has been where I've had the confidence in my body that I've been wanting, that I've been searching, that I've been struggling to have because God just kind of broke in and was like, mm. you're perfect the way you are. doesn't mean that I'm yes. not going to continue to build and, and, and strengthen and, and be healthy, but to first accept that to know that I'm loved by him. And then from there, sitting in that truth, and then not trying to look at the way I can transform my body to to make me happy. Hmm. Oh my goodness. That is so, so good. I love that. It made me think, so I originally had some questions I told you I had planned, but I have a personal one for myself. (laughs) So I'm sure it's going to apply um, to people listening. So a little bit of backstory. I have had some really crazy health issues, especially when it comes to um, giving birth to my daughters. I had some really, really traumatic births. Um, I have definitely uh, diastasis, I think is what you, you call it, you know, where you've got your abs are a little bit split. I've, I've had so many other issues like prolapses and things like that, that have been really difficult. And so I hear you when you talk about that, you know, changing your perspective and it's, I am so blessed to have a husband who is like, I think you're gorgeous. Like you're totally fine. We'll, we'll work through this journey together. Um, I don't think anything of it, you know, negatively, but for myself, it was really hard. It was really hard going from, you know, this pre baby body to having a lot of problems. What would you say to the person who is either, whether it's babies or not, um, you know, other health problems or their journey, um, maybe they can't exercise as, you know, well as other people or whatever it is, what would you say to them if they're wanting to help, um, just build that confidence and get back to feeling beautiful and whole? Yeah, I I think you really touched on it too. When you, when you mentioned that your husband 
is like, we'll work through this. Like you're beautiful. Um, really standing on that. So if you have a husband, um, take, I think stepping into, even if you feel like you're not ready to accept any part of your body, then let him speak into you and find something first. Like if he's, you know, tells you like you're beautiful or your eyes or, you know, your legs are sexy and they turn me on. If mm-hmm. that's all you can receive right at that moment, um, then try to take that and receive that and sit in it. Because I mean, no matter what your size is, even if you're not comfortable with it at that moment, right? If you're standing there ready to engage in intimacy with your husband, like he's just won the freaking lottery, right? Like, <laughs> yes. where he, it's where he wants to be. Like, so he's not, he's not thinking that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe your abs don't come together the way they used to or, or whatnot. He's just thinking about his beautiful wife standing right there in front of him. So I yeah. think that like, sometimes when we have to bridge that gap, if, if we're not where we want to be just yet is like sitting in the truth. Cause what's the truth? Your husband loves you. He thinks you're beautiful and he is attracted to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So peeling off that label, cause we're such our biggest critic, right? Mm-hmm. We see every little lump and bump and things that aren't supposed to be where they, where we think they should be, but other people never see through those same lenses, right? Mm -hmm. They get, they honestly paint a truer picture of ourselves than we can because they see really who we are and who we are expressed and and who we are um, above and beyond in the emotional sectors Mm -hmm. and in in the physical sectors. So taking that time to really like sit in what is true for you and your partner um, Mm -hmm. at that time, I think is really good to give you that confidence to be like, you know what, my husband does love my legs. Like I'm going to wear on my little, you know, shorts and and go with that, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and then progressing from there. I I definitely think that just because you're not where you want to be, doesn't mean that you won't get there. And it doesn't mean that you haven't already came from a different place either. So continuing to really build on like little victories or, Mm -hmm. you know, feel starting to focus in on one thing, Um, makes it a lot more manageable than trying to change our whole health in one, in one fell swoop or all at one time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. And along with it, as you're talking about, you know, how your husband views you, I just had this, like hit me really strongly where it's like, God knew where my body was going to (laughs) be. And he never was like Amanda or whoever is listening, like you, you're wrong for being this way. You are, you know, I, I think your sex life is going to be affected or, or it's this negative thing. No, like he knew what was going to happen with those births. He knew like the beauty that was going to come out of it and the struggles and the things that I was going to have to go through. And I just, as I'm picturing like my husband looking at me and, and seeing how, gorgeous all my lumps and bumps are <laughs> and and him right? just like I love your stretch mark tummy like it's so beautiful God is saying the same thing to me and I think sometimes that's really hard to remember that God is like I love those battle scars that you went through like I'm here with you in this journey like I think you are just as beautiful then as you were now um and that's just so encouraging <laughs> so good yeah remember that so beautiful I think you you hit it right on the mark when you said like God knew he already knew Mm -hmm. what would happen you know he knew if you hold a little extra weight after baby or he knew if you know your 
you would never return back to, to any pre-baby weight or whatever, because we set these standards for ourselves. And at any time, God could have said like, no, like the, the world can't have another Amanda or another Kelsey. Like he knew and he chose you anyway, like mm-hmm. standing that truth. So he knew that this was going to happen. But take, when we take our health and we use it as a way to honor God and a way to draw near to him, mm-hmm. I mean, it will just change the way you view it. It'll change the way you give yourself grace in it, the way you view your body and the the confidence that you can have. Like God cares about everything that we do Mm -hmm. and he cares about our health. Like he cares about if we're unhappy with our size or if we think it should be different And when we can find him in it. um, That's where he does his best work. Yes, for sure. And I love that grace aspect. Like me personally, I am one of those people who, um, I have tried to beat my body into submission. Like, like you were mentioning a little bit earlier, like if I work out, like I work out to the point of collapse, which is not (laughs) how you should always be doing that. Um, And my husband is always like, pull back, pull back, slow down. Like you don't need to just like run, you know, and, and sprint, like you need to just start walking. Um, and, And I think that that's where God, you know, you said with that grace aspect, it's like, he has that grace for you and he wants to walk with you through this journey. So for anybody who's feeling like, okay, I'm ready to, to honor God in that way with my body. I'm ready to like help boost my confidence, help feel more aligned with myself. What recommendations would you have for sort of jumpstarting that journey? Yeah, I think a great way to really sit down is to um, decide really what you want health to look like for you. If you're ready, if you, if you know changes have to be made, but you haven't exactly, like first sit down, take a minute, pray about it, ask Holy Spirit, like what is what does health need to look like for me? Is that losing weight? Okay, then that's where my focus is. Sometimes it's just moving, right? Like we're such a society that sits and mm-hmm. sitting is the new smoking. If you haven't heard and, <laughs> um, and we need to move more, right. We have all our technology to let us know when to move and whatnot, but, and maybe it's just that you need to move more and mm-hmm. that's what God brings to you. Then honor that and decide, okay, maybe it's a walk because that doesn't even require any equipment or anything, or maybe it's joining a gym. And even if you have little ones, maybe it's joining a gym that has childcare. So you can get your exercise in even while you're you know, being mama all day. Um, so really taking a minute to just kind of see what the first step is and then deciding to really commit because oftentimes mm. we want to change it all as women and yeah. it can all change and you know, we know <laughs> that it, it can happen. But honestly, when we try to take that all on, we almost, we, we usually get discouraged because it's like, I, if I, if I eat healthy, And then I have to go to the gym and then this and this and this, and it becomes like our whole day reimagined. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, we lose our habits and we lose our routines and we easily give up. Mm -hmm. So taking that one thing and committing to it, making it your priority and, and really moving from there and exploring how you can make that the best. So if it's movement, you know, does that include weight training and cardio? And, you know, there's so many Mm -hmm. levels and if it's diet, diet, Does that include, you know, eating more vegetables? Does that include, you know, a new type of eating, going vegan, vegetarian, something like Mm -hmm. that, Um, and really diving in and honoring just taking that one thing and really honing in and making it a staple or really a foundation in your health journey. 
Wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. I can, I can picture sitting there and just asking the Holy spirit. Okay. Like, what do you have instead of the whole bombardment that we get in society (laughs) of like, this is what you need to do. And this is what you need to do. And this is what you need to do. And like, you have all these different areas. Um, and there's been multiple times where I've thought like, okay, I need to change like my diet, but what does that mean? Does that mean I have to change my kids' diets? And then how am I going to keep up with two separate ones? If it's, it's going to be this whole complicated thing. And then there's my husband who eats like 10,000 calories. <laughs> like So just feeling like and gain a pound, right? Right. Right. Well, and he's, he's, um, he's very fit. So <laughs> he just like can eat like crazy. So, you know, keeping up with those sorts of things where it just, it does feel really overwhelming, but if I were to stop and and process it with the Holy spirit, he knows everything that is going on in my life. He knows what I have happening. And I don't think if he's going to talk to me about it, he's going to say change all of these things. Like that is not who he is. He is a step-by-step movement by movement. He might call you to something that you're not necessarily comfortable with or that is going to like stretch you, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be something completely like out of your wheelhouse. And like you said, sometimes as women, we just try to do it all like exercise, diet change, life change, everything, all the new habits. And it's, it's too much. (laughs) It's overwhelming. Yeah, definitely. And just, there was just a part there. Um, that you were just saying, like, just sitting with him and asking, I mean, because we can so easily conform to society. Well, I want that bikini body by, you know, May. So I better get this ab challenge and and it all be set. Well, you can, yeah. And you could go and, and do it. But if you think of your journey as from now until we pass and we get to see Christ in all his glory, um, health really is a journey. You might mm-hmm. have a, have a short-term goal of weight loss or something. Um, but really, and it's going to change and, and go with seasons of life, right? Right mm-hmm. now, if you have littles, it's going to help. going to look a certain way because we don't want to cook two meals, right? It's overwhelming yeah. to do that. So, um, having a healthy diet where the kids are involved too, or there's slight tweak is really going to be something that maintains for those that have small children. And then, or for those that have um, a picky eater or a spouse that can consume more or completely different. So I think giving ourselves that grace and knowing that this is really a long-term journey Mm. and just finding that spark point to start now and just continue on because we can't make up for our past. We can't make up if we, you know, had too much fun in college or, or, you know, preferred the drive-through over a salad all the time. Like we can't make up for those things, but we can draw the line in the sand and say, you know, going forward, I can do this one thing to better my health. And I can do that one thing today. I really Mm. don't like starting on Monday. Like let's stop wait, ladies. Like, why do we have to wait until Monday? Like, or the new year or (laughs) yeah, exactly. Because that actually kind of creates us to like binge then through the weekend. Like I'm going to start something restrictive. Like I better, you know, have all my treats now. And then, and it doesn't create that balance and that beautiful alignment that we're looking for. So really just deciding, like, I can start this one thing today. I can take that 10 minute walk and then just giving yourself a pat pat on the back. Like, let's celebrate. If that's something that isn't in your routine all the time, like that's huge. That's a great victory. And notice how you feel. And if it feels good, then maybe you do that again tomorrow. 
to mm-hmm. take the next step on how it can be. There's always a next step and it can be really obtainable. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Do you do anything, um, like in your business to help women on this journey? What does that look like? Like if they were to find you yeah. and come to you, um, which I'm definitely sending them your way, but like, um, how do you, how do you help women in that journey? Yeah. So, um, I have a great free resource on my website that is, uh, your health journey starter kit. And it's going to help you just kind of sit in, you'll understand about the alignment of body, soul, and spirit. I walk you through that. And then I also allow you to, um, kind of sit with you and give you some prompts on how to really define your health and what health should look like. Um, and then from there you can kind of progress and there's always ways to work with me, whether that's one-on-one or in my group, um, coaching sessions as well. Um, and then kind of moving through goals and from goals into habits and then into really creating those habits as a staple. And if we create these foundational habits of health, when we do health, when we create habits, our brain perceives that as easier and we just start to run on autopilot. So you have mm. to take the time to establish these good habits, but then it just kind of becomes natural and creates these awesome you know, everyday routines almost seamlessly. Yeah. And a little bit effortlessly. And that's where we all want to live, right? Yeah. Good, healthy, effortless yes. area. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This conversation was amazing. I cannot wait to go check out your stuff and send people your way. I know that they are going to love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. And I can't wait to stay in touch. Yeah, for sure. Hey friends, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I am so glad that you are here today. If this episode encouraged you, I would love for you to go ahead and leave a comment, leave a five-star rating. It really, really helps out the podcast and I appreciate it so much. Also, go ahead and check in the show notes for everything that Kelsey Bryant has to offer. I've got links to all of her stuff. I've got links to some of my courses as well and anything that you may need that we talked about today. So go ahead and check that out in the show notes and we'll see you over there.